everyone, welcome to the Raising Dakota podcast with me, your host, Courtney. And if you're a special needs parent, you're in the right place. So I hope you can sit back, relax, feel inspired, and always, always remember you're so much stronger than you could ever imagine. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in and welcome back to the Raising Dakota podcast. I hope that everyone had a wonderful Easter As you can probably tell or have noticed, last week I took a one-week break from the podcast and decided to not upload an episode. I personally just needed a little bit of a break to regroup, refocus, but I also took that time and decided to take Dakota out to see my grandparents and the Saturday before Easter. We spent the whole day out there, which was really exciting for me and something that I needed as well as Dakota. It was the first time in a year that we've been able to spend time with them in person and it was really exciting for me. My grandparents are my favorite people in this world. They are my role models. I look up to them so much. So being able to spend that time with them just meant a lot to me and it was something I definitely needed. Dakota was also so excited to see them and to play. He explored. He got into everything but it was something that we both needed. Because unfortunately, due to COVID, we had to play it extremely safe for the whole entire last year. We pretty much shut our lives down to the world. We have lived enough of our life in the hospital with Dakota that we knew it's not worth the risk. We've been there when he's crashed and coded in a hospital bed, and it's just not worth it. We already knew his body doesn't handle respiratory viruses very well, so it was just never worth the risk. But being able to finally reintegrate and going and seeing people is really exciting and I just can't wait to be back in person with the rest of our family but it was something I definitely needed we just had a lot going on I was also just having a lot of communication with people all week last week I felt like I was constantly on my phone um, just setting up Dakota's co-treat speech and OT just getting that reset up through children's as well as he had a few doctor's appointments and we are finally getting his sleep safe bed delivered today and set up because they actually when you order it they have to come in and set it completely up in the room that it's going to be going in because it's just very big and large it's pretty much a twin size crib is the easiest way to describe it but we've been working on that for about a year and a half now so to finally have it to get Dakota out of the crib that he was in and into a bigger bed is extremely exciting so it was just a really busy week for me and the podcast kind of just sent me over the edge. I just needed a break from it. And I also knew that I had so much going on. My brain was just all over the place that if I tried to sit down and record an episode, I also would have been all over the place. I don't think that it would have been beneficial as I know that I've had people reach out to me and tell me how much they enjoy my podcast and the information that I've provided. And I truly appreciate that knowing that The information that I'm sharing is helping other families. That's the whole reason I wanted to do this in general. So I knew last week that if I tried to sit down and record the podcast, it was not going to go in the direction that I wanted it to. I also should be ahead of my podcast, but I actually work on my podcast Friday, Saturday, or Sunday before they're uploaded on Monday. I am a huge procrastinator. I like to tell myself I work better under pressure. I don't really know if that's the case, but that's what I tell myself. And those are actually the only days I have to really work on it. Throughout the week, I kind of think of ideas, jot down notes, 
But so what was really nice was not doing an episode last week. I just reviewed my podcast episodes that I've uploaded and looked at it to make sure I am going in the direction that I want to go in and I am sharing the information that I want to share. And so by doing that, I realized that this is probably a really good point to share about balancing life with a medically complex kid or a special needs kiddo. I mean, because they both don't always go hand in hand. They can, but that might not be the case. Balancing a child in general is a lot. Balancing life with a relationship, finances, all of those things, making all of those puzzle pieces work, making sure everything is running smoothly is not always the easiest thing to do. And then if you add in all of the specialties, the medical needs, as well as the therapies, it's a lot. And I know I've touched on each one of these in different episodes, but I just thought I would share how we balanced our life. I have to say the first one to two years, I like to think I just fumbled gracefully through life and just winged it and figured it out. But some of the things that I did and I established early in Dakota's life helped me get to where I am today, where that the schedules and hospital life and building my support system are just something I do in the back of my brain without even realizing it. It's just a part of who I am now, but those are pieces of me that I had to figure out along the way with Dakota because he was, like I shared in daycare, I was working 30 hours a week and he was also doing therapy whether it was at daycare or at children's he was in some sort of therapy from the moment he was born really until now he I mean he's still in therapy so just trying to find a balance between all of that can be very overwhelming and very stressful but it is also very important to make sure you're taking care of yourself and so with learning how to balance life with a medically complex child I've learned that it's important to take care of myself I have learned to tell Curtis when I need breaks. I have not always been the best at communicating that and I will push myself and exhaust myself until I can't go anymore and that really does no good for anybody else. So understanding your own limits, being aware of them and communicating them is extremely important and extremely helpful and I use those opportunities to be like, hey, I need a break so I can go work on my podcast that's part of the reason I did this podcast. It is an opportunity for me to go sit in a room and talk about whatever I want to talk about and just get a break from everything going on because I've realized that if I don't take those moments to myself, then I'm not the best person I could be for Dakota. I'm not the best parent. I'm not the best caregiver. I'm not the best wife. I'm just, I need that time to focus on myself, no matter what that might be. But I realized I didn't do that for the first several years of Dakota's life, which I can tell sent my anxiety and mental health through the roof. I would constantly have panic and anxiety attacks when Dakota was little. And that's because I wasn't properly taking care of myself. That first four years of Dakota's life, I went to bed at roughly 11 and woke up at 4 or 5 in the morning to either get up with Dakota or to go to work. So just making sure you're taking care of yourself while you're trying to balance everything out is extremely important. And I know depending on everyone's circumstance, sometimes it's hard to get those moments to even leave your house and focus on yourself. So even if you can take and go to a separate room where you can read, do something you enjoy to do, find a hobby. I think that that is very, very helpful and very, very beneficial. 
I started making tumblers and cups on the side for my family as gifts. And I also started working on this podcast. But those are just a couple of the things that I've started doing now that have really helped me be able to get those breaks that I need. And the other big piece that has really been a part of everything that I do to make everything work is a schedule or a calendar. I know I shared that in the daycare episode and it's still up on my website for anybody who would want a free copy. It's very simple, nothing fancy, but it's just a downloadable file that you can keep and update and make your own. When I used to make those schedules, I know I shared that I gave it to the people at the daycare and then I also gave it to my husband Curtis, but I also gave it to my supervisor at work. That way, anyone who was going to be interacting or working with me to know when and where I was going to be, if I was going to be working from home or if I was going to be at work or not available at all because Dakota has an appointment, really anyone I was going to be working with, I would just give them a copy of it. So that way they could have it and was aware of what was going on as well. I realized the first four years of our life revolved around a schedule, whether it was our daily routine schedule of what was happening that day or Dakota's feeding schedule. Because then once he became a year, a little over a year, he got feeding tubes. And so he was on that three-hour newborn schedule. So I work really well if I have a schedule, if I plan out the day. And so I know that now so that I kind of set things out what I want to do. And I'm not like the kind of person that thinks, oh, it has to be done at this time or this time. It just helps me get through the day and accomplish all the things that I need or want to accomplish. And it just makes my day move a little bit smoother and a little bit less overwhelming because now that way I can plan if we are going to go somewhere. Okay, we need to be there though by this time because Dakota has to get his feeds by this time because that newborn schedule, Dakota's actually been on his whole entire life and every three to four hour feeding schedule. So a schedule is the big piece of how I make everything work and I make everything flow and just knowing what that schedule is myself but also making sure others are aware of that schedule so that way if they come over or if we go somewhere they know oh hey they got to feed Dakota they got to do this which our family is really good about understanding that and knowing that because not only does Dakota have feeds but we also have diapers so you never know what's going to happen we could have a blowout at any minute but trying to have a simple schedule I know helps me make it through the days easily and effectively as well as my family it seems that we move a lot smoother as well as we can plan things out a little bit better and make it just easier on us so that it's not overwhelming or exhausting because we have too much going on and too many things going on that we can't manage to get them all done now that dakota is not in daycare anymore i will say i don't really make that schedule because i take him to and from everywhere So I don't use it as much as I used to, but what I do use in place of that is a planner, which I've always had a planner for documenting everything. I would just make the calendar schedule as an extra bonus because I was handing it out to so many people, but my planner is what I go off of for everything. I write everything down in it. I honestly have never been an organized person until Dakota came along. He has taught me how to organize and plan and be aware of things that are happening, which is really important because 
It helps me be able to easily set up meetings through school and knowing we're not conflicting with doctor's visits and different things we have going on. And anymore, I rarely agree to anything if I haven't looked at my planner. When I'm using my planner, I use it for mainly Dakota's appointments and scheduling, and I always try to stay six months ahead because we can plan several of his physicians out, so I like to make sure that the planner I have is always covering, and then once it gets close to the end, I buy my next one because, like I said, we can plan so far out, so I want to make sure to get them documented. The other thing that I like to do in the back of my planner is I like to create a list of all of the physicians or specialties that Dakota sees and I will write next to them the date that Dakota has seen them or the date that he will see them and then just write how often we see them so that way I can see in one whole snapshot who I need to schedule with and I also use that when I call children's to make my scheduling appointments because they do have a scheduling service where you can schedule more than one department at one time, which I think is very beneficial. I did not use it for several years, um, only because I have had a couple times that Dakota's pediatrician had sent all of the information over to them, and they scheduled everything within like two to three days of each other. And for us, that just doesn't work. I don't like to overbook our days, but I understand why they do it. They like to do that for families who have to travel a little bit farther so that way they can come to the hospital one day and spend a whole entire day at the hospital and can knock out all of their appointments. That way they don't have to travel back and forth. It's also really helpful for families who live out of state so that way they can make all of their appointments in two to three days and then can set up hotel arrangements or arrangements with Ronald McDonald House, whatever the case might be. So that way they can fly in, get all of their visits, see all their specialties, and then head out after that. And it's just a lot more convenient for them. We thankfully live close enough that I don't really use that service in that way. Now I will use the concierge scheduling service to schedule multiple appointments, but I always tell them like, don't schedule them on the same day because I really don't like to schedule more than two appointments in one day for Dakota because we do live so close and we do have different things that we need to do for Dakota, like his schedule and his feeding. And it's extremely exhausting and overwhelming, and it just makes for a really long day for Dakota. We also see some of his physicians at different locations. We go primarily to two different locations, and so I just like to schedule with whatever one is fits our time frame of when we need to see that doctor. So I try to be pretty flexible, and I will say all of the schedulers that we've worked with, they don't really mind it. It's actually a little bit easier to schedule multiple departments, but not all on the same day. But it is nice to have that list in the back of the planner so that I can just make sure Dakota has appointments scheduled or if he needs to be scheduled, but it's all in one spot and that way I don't have to keep flipping through. We also have my chart set up, which I have had since I think day one. I don't know. I don't remember never not having my chart, if that makes sense. It is my lifeline to children's. I check it every day. Even if we don't have appointments, it's one of the first apps I open up every morning. I don't know. It's habit. It's routine. We were just there so much the first several years of Dakota's life that I knew 
every day we were going to have something going on or need to do something with children's. So I don't know, it just became a habit and it's not really a habit I want to break because I have gotten the habit of an hour or two hours before his appointment, double checking the date and the time and location. So that way, even though I know the hospital, like the back of my hand, I know where I'm going and it has actually helped me because I've realized sometimes I've got my days mixed up and I think it's Wednesday and it's actually Tuesday so we don't have an appointment that I thought we were going to have but it's just something else I got into the routine of not just my planner but also the my chart app on my phone it's just something I think is helpful to have and if you don't live the life with a medically complex child, you might not know that this app can help you as much as it can. One piece of advice, though, that I do have about my chart, if you do use it and you're not a frequent user of it and so you don't understand everything that might appear is the test results. Just like anything else, do not read into them too much until you've talked to your doctor because I have seen a lot of people get very stressed out over that. Thankfully, Dakota's team of doctors helped me understand that very quickly, that you're probably going to see these results as soon as they're available for the doctor to be able to review them. So just making sure that you're not overwhelming yourself with the information, because I know that can also be a stressor of my chart is getting the information from the chart without any additional explanation. So I just wanted to share that little side note. So with all that being said, the way that I balanced the first few years of Dakota's life was definitely a schedule and making everything work in our schedule and making sure we had a really good routine down for our family because it's extremely important to have that balance in your home life and in your routine to make your days go smoothly. Next week, I'm still going to be talking about balance because I do want to share how we balanced hospital stays. We thankfully haven't had one in a while, but we had our fair share and me and Curtis just figured out what worked for us. And I want to share that with you guys because I know it's hard living in the hospital and part of that hospital life is also building a support system and how we have built our support system. So I just want to share those. Those are the next two things when it comes to balance that I want to share with you guys. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for sticking with me. Also, one last thing, we are still selling shirts and raising money for Free Throws for Kids. So if you haven't got your podcast t-shirt, you definitely should check it out. We appreciate it. I think the last time I checked on Custom Inc., we had raised $100. So thank you to anyone who has supported us and bought a shirt. We really appreciate it. All of the proceeds or all the funds are going to go to Free Throws for Kids. I talked about them in the podcast episode before this one. So if you haven't checked that out, I definitely recommend it. But I look forward to chatting with you next time. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you all so much for the support. And I look forward to chatting with you next time on the Raising Dakota podcast. Thank you.